Okay, we're going. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, my name is Maggie. My name is Sam. And we're siblings. And yeah. We're watching Glee. Um, this is, yeah, we hate Glee. This is Sam and Maggie hate it's Glee. It's a show that was on starting in 2009. We're on season two now. It yes. It came out in 2010. We watched the show when it was on television, but we both stopped because it is an infuriating show to... Watch. Watch. Period. Be yeah. a fan of. I mean, you get constantly berated by the show itself for right. being a fan. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it gets tiring. Gets it tedious. Does. So you stop watching it, and then you wonder, hey, I wonder what happened to those crazy kids. Yeah. So that's why that's why we're on this journey. That's right. Um, we're live today from the studio, namely our parents' kitchen, which is our our childhood kitchen. Yes. Welcome to the kitchen. Maggie Maggie has improved a uh, a makeshift cover for her microphone. That's a using hat. Using a hat. That's a hat. It uh, looks really good. Well, my actual microphone cover is all torn up because mm. the cat got to it a couple times. Right. Um. So it's not. I mean, this is probably better than that, honestly. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's go ahead and jump into this week's episode. We're on episode three this yes. week. We watched grilled cheeses, which. Jesus. Listen, in a sentence, here we go. Glee tackles religion and Finn prays to a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I guess trigger warning. We're going to talk about religion a lot not, I mean, it's this not, episode. I don't think anyone can be triggered just by like the, <laughs> like, because Glee deals with like a very milk toast, like white bread religion kind right. of talk. Right, that's true. Like nothing is too intense. Not even like the atheism stuff is too intense. Right. <laughs> like Okay, yeah, so so let's get some of the deets. Um this episode originally aired on October fifth, twenty ten, with eleven point two million viewers, which is down from last week where we had thirteen point five one million. That's right. So we're we're on a decline here. Um, well people saw that it was called grilled cheeses. And yeah, they checked out pretty hard. I don't blame them. Yeah. Uh it was written by Brad Falchuk. Yep. Of the, you know, infamous three. And directed by Alfonso gomez Rayhan, who has directed episodes of Glee before, but I can't remember any specific ones off the top of my head. His name makes me think that he directed good ones, but, you know, it's a it's a crapshoot. Yeah, it's a, it's a toss um, How was this? And um, yeah. uh, before I get into the critical response, Murphy and his boys... Uh, claim that they wanted a balance between pro and anti-religious sentiments. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, like in the, they did like interviews and shit about this episode before it came out because it was gonna religious. end religious. Well, it was gonna end up being um, submit, Emmy it's submitted for uh, like Emmy, um, yeah, uh, consideration for Chris right. Colfer specifically. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, so in in the in you know the the pre-interviews or whatever, Murphy talked about how he wanted balance. Sure. Which I don't know if they really achieved that. No, I, I mean, like I said, we're going we're gonna to get to this. And most critics, even those who liked the, I mean, it was mixed, obviously. It's great. Right. Um, even those who liked the episode uh, criticized the show for its lack of subtlety. Yes, okay. And then I've got a really good quote from the AV Club. Let me. Um, well, while you're pulling that up, I was going to just make a quick joke. They're mixed, like Rachel. That's, I don't know if that's funny. <laughs> I know that's good. Okay. 
from Todd Vanderwolf, who we've heard from before. Sure. Of the AV Club. Uh, this is specifically about grilled cheeses. There are times that I like Lee because it's genuinely good, and there are times that I like it because it's simply not awful, against all odds. Regardless of your thoughts on the show, it sets its sights enormously high much of the time, taking aim to think that a musical dramedy with a heavy camp element uh, about high school kids who like to sing really shouldn't be cognizant of. Sometimes, praising an episode of Glee can turn into an exercise less about praising it for what it did, more about praising it for not being com- for not completely embarrassing itself. I mean, that's like the definition of our show. Sort of. I mean, but we don't really praise Glee. We do sometimes. I suppose. We, we praise aspects of Glee. Yeah. The well, aspects that don't get praised in the show, mostly. Mostly Leah Michelle. Well, I mean, you mostly praise Leah Michelle. I love Leah Michelle. Okay, so, yeah, with that with that happy note, let's get into the episode. Let's get into the episode. Yes. So, we open the episode to a recap. Yep. Um, it's not important. <laughs> I, yeah, it's covered, it covers Artie's on the football team, Quentin, or Finn, sorry, Finn is not the quarterback, Bert and Carol are a family, and uh, Sue has a sister. There you go. That's it. Uh, and we open to Finn making a sandwich, right? Yes, yep. So he's searching through his fridge, trying to find ingredients for food. <laughs> yes, because his um, mom is out of town. Like a beast. So he's, he's decided he's going to make himself some food. I mean, he's a teenage boy, so right. he's hungry all the time, and he right. makes a grilled cheese. Yes. We get a voiceover during this moment. Right. Um, kind of narrating what he's doing, and then he opens the panini press and sees the face of God. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you might have guessed from the name of the episode, but this is the eponymous Grilled Cheeses. It's the Grilled Cheeses. Here it is. Um, he eats half of it. Well, because he's very hungry. Right. And he's like, I probably shouldn't eat. The half that has Jesus' face so on it. So he cuts it in half and eats the other half of it. Yes. Which, I mean, more power to you, Finn. <laughs> uh, and then he starts praying to the sandwich. Yes. Which, he, he says he's not especially religious. He says something about yeah. how, like, his, his he worships music or something. Yeah, he talks about, like, Eric Clapton or something. Yeah, um, who knows. And then, um, but he still, so he prays to this sandwich. Yep. And he prays that they'll win their first football game. Yeah, and uh, so we don't really see much more I mean, from we, the sandwich yeah. here. Then we, we flash right to um, the football field with Finn, like... Pushing Artie down the field. Pushing Artie down the field. And then, like, being like, yeah, we won. And, like, (laughs) then he looks up at the sky with his fist in the air and says, thank you, grilled Jesus. Yeah. Nobody questions this. Nobody's like, is this some sort of weird idol he's created? I don't know. Yeah. So he, he also, I guess it's important to mention that he said he would, in order, in order to help them win the first football game, he told grilled Jesus that they would honor, they would honor grilled Jesus throughout the week in Glee Club. Yeah, but by singing religious stuff, I stuff. guess. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, um, so then we get the Glee title card. Glee. <laughs> you have to wonder if, like, they they went into the episode on religion. Because, you know, Ryan Murphy went up to the whiteboard. Right, And yeah. wrote religion. religion. Yeah. And he's like, listen, we got the rights to the R.E.M. song. We gotta do religion. <laughs> and um, everyone's like, alright. So they write this goofy-ass plot line about a sandwich. Yes. And Ryan Murphy takes one look at it, and he's like, I mean, we, we will do this, because we need the content. Because we, we only wrote one other plot line, and it's depressing as fuck. Listen, we will so. do this, but we have to write something else, and it's got to be more, it's got to be more on the dramedy side, if you know what I'm talking about. 
I mean, it's got to be more on the drama side. The drama side of our drama. I was talking with Chris Colfer, and he told me he wants to win an Emmy, so we Chris need to Colfer, write something for that. Chris Colfer is ready to cry. He's been <laughs> prepping all week. He's really <laughs> hydrated. Um, but yeah, so we get into, to, to set up this other plot line, we get into a scene um, about breakfast. Kurt is giving Bert a healthy breakfast. Yeah, he's delivered breakfast to the tire shop. Yes. Uh, and it's something... Healthy. Annoyingly I mean, like, healthy, like egg whites and kale or something. And um, a green drink, I think, is specifically mentioned. Yeah. Bert, Bert tells us that he normally has two Slim Jims and a Coke for breakfast, so... Um, he describes it as the breakfast of champions, I believe. Yeah, so, so we get a little bit of setup here that Bert does not eat the most healthily. Um, yeah, that's weird. Why are you... I think Mo bit the top of this wine bottle. <laughs> what a lush. Anyway. Mo's the cat. Jeez, um, whatever. But yeah, so uh, then they get into an argument about how Kurt is going to bail on their Friday night dinner, which Bert says is sacred. Yeah, Kurt wants to go to a sing-along Sound of Music Yeah, and he, event. he missed last week because he was waiting in line to get the six-season DVDs of Grey's Anatomy. It's kind of amazing to me that Kurt doesn't have gay friends, because, like, wouldn't he meet... Gay people gay doing people these things? Doing these yeah, I don't activities? know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so Bert points out that they have Season to. Season six, Dad. Bert points out that they have to schedule time together to hang out, otherwise right. they won't. Yeah, which I mean, I feel like that's very true. Fair. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because they don't have any similar interests. No. And um, Bert says that he's disappointed in Kurt. And that's where the scene ends. Um, yeah, and um, to give us some cheap emotional points. <sighs> The thing is, is that like this is this could be foreshadowing for this plotline if it was like an episode ago. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like instead of this kind of right now. Right now, oh, we have to we have to shove this in. We Bert, Bert needs to eat healthy, everyone. Yeah, exactly. We're shoving this in at the beginning of the episode so that we can resolve it like less than two minutes from now. Right. You ready? Let's yeah. go. Yeah. So um, the next scene we're in the Glee Club room. Uh, yes. Finn comes out. As religious. He's he's talking about religion and how he has seen the face of God in a sandwich. Well, he actually doesn't say that. He, he tries to oh, avoid that because he, he's embarrassed. Well, he talks about how a man has come into, into his, his life. life. Yeah. Puck seems kind of like a man, huh? Well, so Puck, Puck asks if it's like a gay, like he's like, oh, are you coming out? And then Finn says, in a way, yes, there is a man who has come into my life. And that man is Jesus Christ. To which Puck says, this is way worse. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think Finn responds with, what, do you have something against Jesus? And Puck responds with, well, I'm a total Jew for Jesus. He's, He's my number one, one heave. <laughs> um, well, there is, so there's a little bit of banter. Rachel has a... R- Rachel has, like, a look on her face, like, what? Yeah. Which, <laughs> she's very upset. Well, I mean, she's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't want to hear this coming out of Finn's mouth. Um, Kurt points out that, uh, Jesus is for church. That's right. Which is... Also, church is not for gay people, women, and science. Yeah. So, he's not into this. Um, Mercedes and Quinn are excited. Yeah, Mercedes and Quinn are excited because Quinn got through her pregnancy based on faith. Right. Mercedes is into God. I guess. So, (laughs) that makes her religious. Um, Uh, And uh, then Puck sings Billy Joel. Yeah, well, so we'll we'll suggest that instead of singing about Jesus specifically, they just do spirituality. Yeah. So... Puck sings Billy Joel. He sings Only the Good Die Young. Which is not... I mean, which is not a religious It's song. really more about, like, seducing Catholic, Catholic school girl. girls. Yeah, I, I don't think it's actually a religious song no. at all. So and I'm, we were trying to figure... Because Puck only 
only sings with the point to seduce. Right. He also only sings Jewish artists, he points out. Yeah. So we were episode. trying to figure out who he's seducing here. I honestly don't know. It's Finn. I, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. He's trying to sway Finn back. But so everyone gets really into this song. They do. Including Will. They do some like clapping choreography Ooh, and stuff. Billy Joel. But I mean, he's except, the crowd pleaser. Except Kurt. Oh, yeah. Which, is it because Kurt is because of Jesus, I guess? Like... Yeah, Kurt just looks really unimpressed. Like, like he just He's, like, on his phone. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Maybe he just doesn't like Billy Joel. Maybe. <laughs> but it just seems weird. I just... I understand... Like, I, I feel like they were trying to show us, they're like, oh, Kurt isn't into us because it's all gaudy. And I'm like, but this isn't... This has nothing to do with Jesus. Yeah, it's not a very, like spiritual song or whatever. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then the scene ends. Um, we get to Bert selling something at the tire shop. That's right. Um, and uh, he seems to be a little off. Yeah. And the guy who's talking to him is like, hey, are you, you all right? And he's like, don't eat sushi for the or, yeah, don't eat gas station salami. I there think. it is. Yeah. Um, and uh, then he falls to the ground. Yes. Uh, seemingly struck with some sort of ailment. Yes. And the man who's also at the tire shop is like, oh, damn, call 911. Yeah. There you go. That's the whole scene. Well, yeah. And then, so then we cut to Emma running through the hallways. Yes. In a, like a dramatic, with like dramatic music playing there, Well, there's it. not really any music. I think it's like very quiet, actually. Yeah. But so then she runs to tell Will, yep. who's in his office, and they get Kurt from French class. Where Kurt is talking to Azimio, I'm yeah. pretty sure, in French. <laughs> About how he's going to see the sound of music sing along, and his life will be more full of culture and art than than Azima's well, life no. ever will be. Yeah, it's like this one night of my life will be full of more culture than you'll ever experience. <laughs> but it's all in French, which is pretty good. Um, yeah, well, that's a very Kurt move. <laughs> yeah, but so um, then they take him to the hospital, I guess. Yes. Uh, which seems inappropriate, but that's whatever. Well, okay, we were talking about it while we were watching it. It seems normal to me for for Emma to um to take her to the hospital. She's the guidance counselor, right? Sure. Like Emma should be there. Will probably no. Will no. probably has like a Spanish class that he's ditching. Right. By well, being here. I mean, we haven't seen him teach Spanish in over a season, so. I mean, he doesn't really teach Spanish, does he? Yeah. So anyway, um, we find out that Bert is comatose, and there's no idea of when he'll wake up. The doctor is not sure. He had some sort of heart thing. Uh, arrhythmia, I think. Some sort of... Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a heart thing, and well, now it, he it, is comatose. Yeah, it causes his brain to not get any blood, is the reason he's comatose. Yeah, and um, Kurt is upset, obviously. Yeah. And is do we get any more... Anything here? I think we just flash back to the. Well, then, so Kurt is at the at his dad's bedside. Will yes. like touches him on the shoulder, which was inappropriate. And then, um, uh, I don't know if that's inappropriate. Emma, well, Emma and Will leave because Kurt asked them to. Um, and then Kurt, there's a specific thing. Kurt asked Bert to squeeze his hand. Yep. Um, which is going to be important, I guess. It's foreshadowing, maybe. I don't know. Um, so clumsy. But yeah, I, I so had, not subtle. I had a note. Cheap question mark. Um, yes. <laughs> this doesn't really seem earned so much because no. they didn't really do a lot of work to set it up. Um, no, no. The work that they did was like the the credits are still running right. during yeah. this part of the episode. Exactly. Like you, as Emma's running down the hallway to tell Kurt about his dad. There's, like, a credit for, like, fucking Principal Figgins, right. like, running under the bottom. Like, it's like, what the, what is going on? Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. So, that's 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 our other plot line for this episode. 
Kurt has some like actual real serious serious shit going on, and Finn is praying to a sandwich. That's right. So speaking of, we get back to Finn praying to grilled cheeses again. He thinks it's sort of like a genie. Yeah. Where you're only gonna get a couple wishes. Yes. So this time he's praying. Because he doesn't know about Bert yet. Right. He's praying to touch Rachel's boobs. <laughs> right, yeah. He's talking about how he, t- like, prefaces this by being like, Rachel's a prude and her boobs are small, but I'd like to touch them anyway. <laughs> right, they're still girl boobs, so. Um, so, yeah, he prays to grilled cheeses about touching Rachel's boobs. Right. Um, yeah, he doesn't He doesn't really know, like, and, and he says, he prefaces it in this a scene where he's like, I've never been to Sunday school or anything, but yeah. it's just fun to watch. Uh, like. To watch this person who is trying to figure out, I guess, what religion is without any Yeah, real... with no real context for what religion could possibly be, except for, like, maybe, like, a movie or two. Yeah. Being like, I guess this is how you pray yeah. to a sandwich. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so then we cut to um, what a scene I called Everyone Feels Bad. Yeah, so we're back in the choir room. Yep. And everyone's just like, fuck, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so everyone's like, Kurt, I'm sorry about your dad. Santana and Brittany specifically stopped to talk to him, um, which is really sweet. Santana says something that's really actually kind of sweet for well, once. Well, they were on the Cheerios together. That's true. And Brittany, Brittany gives him her handwritten report about heart attacks. And it was knocked off a whole letter grade because it was written in crayon. Yeah, she suggests that he could give it to the doctor. It is definitely construction paper tied together with string. <laughs> yes, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then, um, Finn, uh is verbally aggressive towards Kurt. He runs in, um, yelling at him. Why didn't I hear about this? He's, right. he's my dad, sort of. Well, there's, yeah, there's a fun moment where he says that uh, he's the closest, like, so Kurt's like, he's my dad, not yours. And yeah. then Finn's like, he's the closest I'm going to get. And I'm like, oh, right in front of Will? Like, that's... Well, I mean, I feel like this just proves the theory where, you know how we were talking, like, back at the end of season one, when they all sing to Will about him being, like... You know, when, when they sing to Sir with Love, and they preface the song with, like, a bunch of small monologues about it's like, you taught me how to dance outside of my bedroom, or whatever. <laughs> and Finn's like, I didn't have a dad. <laughs> and we were both like, well, it's Bert. Yeah. Not well. I was going to try to play it off as I don't remember any of season one, but um, I wish that was true. That'd be annoying. If you didn't remember any of season one, then we would have to watch the season again, Sam. I, Maggie, I need to forget me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget Sam. this. I will. <laughs> we watched like a season of Arrested Development yesterday. Mm. We should move to that show next. Sam, make you love Arrested Development. <laughs> It'd just be us like quoting the whole time, be annoying as fuck. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So Kurt isn't having the BS this episode from no Finn. way. He, he has a lot of great not like he his expression throughout this episode is pretty. Pretty spot on. Maybe yeah. that's why he won the Emmy. Not yeah. because he cries at the bedside. Not because there's a monologue bedside. at the end. No, no, no. It's because it's, he... It's because he's, like, really disgusted with the way people <laughs> react to this problem. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so uh, there's a little moment where he doesn't want... Like, he... <laughs> tells... Sorry, Maggie just hit my foot with her foot because she didn't like it. Um, well, it but, was anyway... Uh, yeah, so he, like, rebuffs, or he rebuffs Finn's touch. There's a moment where That's Finn right. tries to touch him, and he says, no, don't do He's that. like, don't touch me. Um, and then Mercedes sings a spiritual song, I Look to You. I've never heard this song outside of Glee. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's a church song. 
it seems like she she looks really good. Amber Riley looks really good in the scene. She's yeah. got like purple eyeshadow on, and she just looks amazing. There's some really uh, close up shots of her face as she's singing, mm-hmm. which seems to be directly to Kurt. Um, and <laughs> sorry, the, I hope that's on the audio. The cat's, making, be... the cat's making a lot of noise in the other room. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Mercedes sings this song, and it's. Fine. I, I think it's actually pretty good. Yeah. I think the, uh, I mean, it's highly inappropriate for public school. Oh, for sure. But, um, but Mercedes' rendition is pretty good. And um, I there's. Mean, okay, so let's talk about the idea of them doing religious shit in yeah, the Glee Club. Right. Like, it's not chill, right? No. Uh, and, like, we're going to have to get to it because this is, like, Sue's whole plot line for this episode. But the thing is, in my opinion, and, like, I mean, obviously, I'm somewhat biased, but sure. here's the thing. Like, I don't really have problems with people, like, being like, oh, yeah, let's sing, like, spiritual songs. Sure. The problem that I have is that they're singing them. Like, a lot of it is coming off as proselytizing towards Kurt specifically. Yeah. Because he... To, to convince Kurt to find comfort. In Jesus. In Jesus. <laughs> Which is, like, not chill. I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. It's questionable. We're going to have to talk about it, like I said, with the Sioux. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's we got that in a couple scenes. So Mer- Mercedes sings this song and Kurt thanks her. Yeah, there's some close-ups on their faces at the end. That was yes. some fun cinematography. Um, Kurt announces to everyone that he doesn't believe in God, which is surprising to like Tina. I think. She's yeah. Like, what do you mean? You Tina, don't believe Tina's in surpri- God? Like, this is a moment where Tina is surprisingly religious. Yeah. This whole episode, actually, Tina is like weirdly like it's it's Tina, Mercedes, and Quinn are like the three like very religious people. I guess also Rachel because she's Jewish. But like for some reason, Tina seems to be like with Mercedes on everything when it comes to the religion question. Which like I don't know. Tina has always been the character that the writers are like, okay, we'll just add her in. She's the she's the crony. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing is, I think it's they were drummer. like, we need another religious, we need another Tina. person to, yeah, to push this religious agenda, so why not Tina? Um, yeah, so he now he doesn't believe in God, because if God does exist, he's kind of a jerk. I mean, it's frustrating when, like, atheism is framed as a response to being wrong. <laughs> exactly, yeah, I, and Sue's plotline goes this way too, which I have a big note about it, but like, yeah, I mean, I feel like with Kurt, it's a little more justifiable because Kurt's a mm-hmm. teenager who thinks he's the only gay kid at this school and mm-hmm. is like, well, if God made me gay, then, like, he's a real piece of shit. Like, sure. <laughs> which, yeah. Sure. and um, Because because this situation has made me in yeah. danger yeah, exactly. at, my, at my school. Yeah. So. Um, but Kurt makes an exaggerated reference to Russell's teapot, which is fun. Um. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> he, the dwarf he, he, on the moon yeah. shoots lightning out of its boobs. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the real the real reference is just a teapot that floats between two planets, but um, Kurt adds in this dwarf that has lightning boobs. Yeah. Um, Quinn gets very angry about this. She says we She's shouldn't like, be talking about this. This is not way. right. <laughs> See, and so that's where I have this issue. Is yeah, that, where, where the religious people are getting really offended when they talk about something right. that isn't. That, yeah, that exactly. is against their beliefs. Exactly. That's the thing is, I think it's fine to do a spirituality lesson, but everyone has to be willing to, like, be civil about the discourse. Yeah. And, like, Kurt isn't, I mean, to be fair, it's a little aggressive to be but like. I feel like Kurt has good reason to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for one, his dad is. in a coma. Kurt, yeah. His dad might die. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, he has gotten consistently bullied for right. being gay. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and so, like, I, I think, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, well, okay, like, we can't have this 
kind of lesson if if it's just going to be, oh, we're going to sing about how great Jesus is and we're not going to talk about exactly. anything else. And then that's where the, the idea where Murphy and his boys wanted to show equal right. representation, right? But it's not, that's not what no. happens. <laughs> no. Because it's not like there's any... I mean, the Jews don't really speak up for Judaism the, at all. The Jews don't really speak up for Judaism. And, and everyone else is a Christian. Yeah, and there's no one who's like, yeah, I just don't believe in God because I don't. Yeah, I know, right? I, I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Kurt, for some reason, is the only atheist. Yeah. And. Well, they are in Ohio, I guess. I guess, but like, I mean, even then, this is 2010. I feel like this shouldn't be, this shouldn't be like, as homogenous, you know? I suppose. Maybe, uh, well, but. It's hard, it's hard to say, you know? Yeah. yeah, it is. Anyway, um, so let's move on, because the next scene is going to help us round out this cast of religious characters. Woohoo! Wigoo! It's uh, back in Figgins' office. Yeah. They're talking about, well, Sue is heard. Yes. But they're doing religious stuff at the Glee Club, and she's like, fuck that. Separation <laughs> of church and state is important. Yes. Um, yeah, she's taking Will the task for a spirituality lesson. Um, Figgins seems to disagree with Sue on this one. He defends Will's decision. Well, Figgins is quite religious himself. Right, we do know And, that. I mean, Will's not religious, and he's like, hey, spirituality is a good idea for a lesson. It's like, yeah. you just didn't have an idea, huh? I, I think it's partially that, and I think it's also because Finn's the one who brought it. Yeah. And so he's like, and oh. And he wants, he wants to encourage Finn. Right. Um, but yeah, so, uh, we don't really get any resolution. We just get that Sue is angry about the fact that they're doing religion in a public school. That's right. Um, so then we get to the breeders. It's, uh, I think we're in Finn's We're in Finn's house? room. Yeah, Finn's room. We're in Finn's room with the cowboy wallpaper. Yeah. And Rachel has sat him down and she's like, listen, I want to talk to you about something. <laughs> we need we need to have a discussion. When I've won my two Tonys and I'm 25 and I'm ready to have intercourse and babies, <laughs> I want to know that these babies are going to be raised in the Jewish faith. Yes. Um... Yeah, she. so it's funny because this conversation gets started. <laughs> like, First of all, Rachel says that we need to talk about your newfound love for Jesus. That's right. Um, it's more important than Kurt's dad. Because <laughs> asks her if that's what she's upset about. And she's like, yes, but more importantly, we need to talk about your love for Jesus. Um, but she also, so she says she wants her kids to be Jewish. Both of her dad's peoples were slaves. And she wants her kids to have the freedom to take the religion that she decides is best for them. Yeah. Which, okay, fine. Sure. I mean, being Jewish isn't a bad thing. It's not no. like it's going to hurt these kids to be Jewish. Yeah. And also, like, uh, Finn's one reaction to this is, you're not going to have sex until you're 25? Right, that is, yeah. that is what he gathers from this. Um, but he agrees to let their kids be Jews. He's like, oh, they can wear those hats and go to Jew church, which and both Rachel's are wrong. And Rachel's just like, yep. Yep. And then um, in response, in exchange for this... Which is a weird, fucked up way to. He gets talk to about touch Rachel. Rachel's side boob. Yeah, he, he gets to touch Rachel's boob, but only the side of it. That's right. And um, there's some fun sound design that has some like choiry acapella yeah, music. Yeah, as soon as he touches her boob, it's like you know, like the light from heaven shines down yes. or whatever. Yeah, and he thanks grilled cheeses because thank you, thank you, grilled cheeses. <laughs> whenever Finn's wishes are fulfilled by the sandwich. <laughs> We get this. We get this designation. You were, you were so upset when we were watching the episode. You were like, "This is such bullshit!" Like, what? And I'm like, "No, this is funny. Yeah, this is an idiot prank to a sandwich. On it's my, funny." On the second watch, I appreciated it much more. Um, yeah, but like, it's so dumb. I love. It's very good. It's, yeah, it's yeah. stupid. Um. So anyway, we move to the next scene. Um. Sue's snooping. 
She is checking in with Brittany and Jugs the Clown um, about how Glee Club is she doing. Should, she should not be objectifying the students. <laughs> Fucking sucks. Um, that's Santana, by the way, if you, if you didn't know. It's because she got that boob job. Um, but anyway, uh, Glee, so she's checking in with about how Glee is going. Um, Brittany tells us about how she made a card for Kurt about how heart attacks are from just loving too much. That's right. Um, which is sweet, but misguided. Insensitive. <laughs> but yeah, so then Sue talks to Kurt, um, and she gets Kurt to rat out Will yeah, for his she, Jesus tood. She says to Kurt, I want to be your champion. Yeah. Like, well, and I mean, so here's the thing on, on this watch, um, I was watching cause I really, so I don't like the way that Sue's religious ideals are portrayed. Sure. But I do really like the way she treats the situation. The situation. Sure. Because she, yeah, she sits Kurt down and he's like, oh, so you want me to be your scapegoat for this thing? She's like, no, I want you to be comfortable at school. Like, she's like, I want you to be able to learn in this situation and not feel like you're being proselytized to all day, Mm -hmm. which is lovely. That's it's wonderful nice. <laughs> there's an actual teacher at this school. Um, Because who, who, even uh, even Emma is yeah. like... Emma's super Jesus-y. Emma's super chill with all this stuff, which yeah. doesn't make sense to me because Emma's like a smart, conscious adult. Well, I mean, that's I, there are people who are smart, conscious adults who are religious. I suppose, but I feel like even if you are religious and you work in a school system, you yeah. know that it's not a good idea right. I think to Emma's, do Jesus shit I think Emma's a little time. blinded by her idea of what compassion looks like. Or, or... Or it's bad writing. It's bad writing. And she's just out of character with this episode. <laughs> yeah, so um, speaking of that, um, the next scene, Emma's confronting Sue in her office about... So I guess we're, we're guessing this is what happened. Where, like, Sue went to the school board, got yes. them in trouble. Um, there's also, there's a fun moment where Sue finishes talking to Madam Secretary on the phone. Yes. Um, She's like, give my love to Bill. <laughs> yes. Which is fun because you remember this is 2010. So. Yeah. Shout out to our, to our girl. Hill dog. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Um, so. She won't be listening to this. She doesn't get, um, she doesn't get podcasts in the forest where she lives. She listens to Positive America, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's. That's because that's because John Lovett hand hand yeah. ships it to her. He hand ships it, and it's cassette tapes. Yes. It's not even CDs. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, he does it over email. Mm-hmm. Woo woo. Um. So uh, we Sad. find out we find out that Sue is an ardent atheist because her sister has Down syndrome. That's right. Uh, she talks about how when she was a kid, uh, she would pray for people to stop being mean to her sister, or for her sister to not be yeah to. Not have maybe downs. not have downs or like have people treat her sister better. Yeah, and it, and it never happened. Um, yeah. and then she realized that she was praying to nothing, and that to ask people to find comfort in something that doesn't exist is immoral and cruel. Yeah, yeah. So, um, because Emma is telling her that it's cruel what she's doing to Kurt by not letting them sing Jesus songs. Like what? <laughs> Which, yeah. Um, I mean, we might be biased, but like what? Like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. It's, I think it's fine for people to want to comfort Kurt. Yeah. But taking that opportunity to, like, just shove faith at him, it's, like, not, it's not a cool thing to do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so to end this scene, we're going to, I want to talk about it a little bit more before we move on, but Sue does tell Emma to do her job, which is to prepare yes. Kurt for the eventual, like, inevitable, like, not inevitability, but the eventuality that his father might die. Yeah, the possibility that his father might never wake up in this coma. Yeah. So she's like... 
you instead of instead of pushing this 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 BS on him, how about you actually do your job? Um, which again, Sue, best teacher at the school. Um, so the like we. I mean, she's simultaneously the best teacher and also like horrible, horrible because she yeah. makes specifically about body image. She makes yeah. people feel like crap. Well, sucks. it seems like she's not very comfortable. With, I mean, she she talks about how like how much she loves her body. I guess kind of. Like, about how awesome she is, but she also gets a lot of plastic surgery, so maybe she just has yes. some, like, personal issues. I don't know. Anyway, um, I just wanted, this is, this is the other character we have, the other atheist that we have in this episode. It's Sue. It's Sue, and it's, I, I just, I love both of these characters. Sure. And I hate the portrayal of both of them in this scene. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I love, well, I like, I have some more, I, I'm more generous towards the Sue one because she comes out on the right side of this, but, like, Sue being an atheist because she was wronged by God yeah. is so infuriating. I hate I hate this portrayal of atheism. Yeah. And it, it is, happens with both of the characters that are atheists in this episode. It is kind of annoying. Yeah. I mean, it's like this idea that Christianity is supposed to work for everyone unless... And if it doesn't, that's what makes you an atheist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's some bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then also, Emma, we already talked about it, but like, I am not a big fan of the way Emma is portrayed. Yeah, like I course. said, I, I could give it some credence to say, like, oh, she's blinded by compassion, but even then, it's just not okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we move back to the glee room. We're back to the club room, um, and... Uh, Will Will apparently told them all that Kurt blabbed. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Will, Will spilled the beans. Will tattled on Kurt, yeah. and he's like, listen, we can't do spirituality anymore. And everyone's very upset. At Kurt. At Kurt. <laughs> Even though he does have a dad that could die. Well, that's, yeah, there is there is a nice line where one of them is like, thanks a lot, Kurt. Hope you're proud of yourself. He's like, yeah, I'm having a great week. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really good. Um, but yeah, Rachel compares this loss to Sophie's choice. Well, it's because she doesn't get to sing her, her perfect spiritual number. She found the number she wanted to sing that she was like, this is going to be perfect. Yeah. And then she does compare it to... Sophie's choice. Sophie's choice. Um, um, the fact and, that she doesn't get to sing. Um, but then Kurt calls them all mental patients because, of course, like, like, yeah, we, like, they're not. They're claiming that this is like fair to both sides, but I feel like the one that really gets shit on of this episode is atheism. Like, oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Like, uh, like Kurt is just like, I don't care. Like, all y'all, all y'all are mental patients. I don't need your your hokum. And then right. he leaves. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, but yes, yeah, so then we cut to praying number three. We're in the locker yes. room. Finn is praying to grill Jesus to be the quarterback again. He's not, he knows about <laughs> Kurt's dad at this point. Yes. And he is, he has proof that grilled Jesus has worked. Right. And he, he's he not, does not, he does not pray for birth recovery. No, he is a narcissistic piece of crap. Um, oh, Finn. Yeah. So the fun part is that Puck catches him in this. Um, he's like, are you praying? Are you praying with him? <laughs> Which Kurt's or Finn is like, oh, I just pray before I eat now. And then Puck is like, oh yeah, like I went to temple last week with my nana, and mm-hmm. like I'm we, just feeling really and and I I was praying for Kurt's dad because like it's just it's really upsetting. It's really hitting me hard. And then Finn's like, oh. <laughs> I just use my third wish because <laughs> that's how religion works. Um, yeah, but so um yeah, so essentially Finn is prayed to become quarterback. The next scene, we're in the park at night. Yes. Because we're not allowed to sing spirit songs in 
and school anymore. Also, they're outside because Yentl is outside in the movie. Yes. That's what Rachel says. Yes. She's she's dressed in the outfit yes. <laughs> that Yentl wears when she sings this song. Uh, and she lights a candle. Yep. And Finn's there with her, obviously. Yep. And she sings, Papa, can you hear me? Yes. And um yeah, it's fine. Leah Michelle's a great singer. I, like, I, I think it's pretty good. That's fair. <laughs> honestly. But I also like the movie Yentl. And um it's Barbara Streisand dresses as right. boy. Yeah, I know. And um then uh the scene changes and Rachel is singing this to Bert's uh Corpse. Co- comatose body. <laughs> Comatose body. He's yes. not a corpse quite well, yet. Well, yeah, so they're in Bert's hospital room. Carol, Finn, Quinn, Mercedes are all there, too. Yes. And Rachel's singing the song at Bert. Okay, let's just talk about this for a second. Sure. This seems weird to me. Yeah. Because there are lines in the song where she, she's singing. She's Papa, like... Papa, can you hear me? Papa, I miss your kisses. Like... Yeah. <laughs> which... It's like, just the song. But she's singing it at Bert. And, like, Kurt is, like, creepily watching from a window. And yeah. I'm like, I would be so not down with this because that's my dad. Like, I mean, it's just the song, right? I know, but, like... Also, this is a little bit confusing because they talk... Like, when Kurt comes in and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Rachel's like, oh, well, we're all singing different denominations. Well, you know, Mercedes is like, or we're taking turns praying. We're all yeah. different denominations and all different faiths. Mm-hmm. So hopefully one of us is right, which seems... Or hopefully we'll co- we're covering we're our bases. bases. Yeah, but Mercedes and Quinn are both Christians, from what I understand. Yeah, and maybe Mercedes is like, maybe they're Baptist different branches or, or yeah. something. Um, but, I mean, Papa Can You Hear Me doesn't seem especially Jewish to me. No. Just because just Barbara Streisand sings it doesn't mean it's like a Jewish spiritual song. Well, I mean, it's, it's singing to a dead father and also like the heavenly father which is why rachel so. was like so into this because right. she was like this is the perfect song right. someone's dad is almost dead yeah i know that's the thing is i think rachel was just excited about the opportunity to do young in such a great context <laughs> like here's the thing i have a lot of complaints about finn this episode because mm-hmm, of how mm-hmm. attention hungry he is yes but i mean and like we expect this from Rachel, so it makes um, sense. Yeah, this, but is the, like, this is the Rachel of season two. You right, know? She, exactly. she is callous enough to send someone to a crack house, and also callous enough to only think of herself when one of her best friend's dad might die. Yeah. Like, yeah. whatever. Um, it's fine. Yeah, so Kirk comes in at the end of the song. He's mad at all of them for this. Um, he has brought in a Sikh to do acupuncture. Yes. To see about improving circulation. Um, and he kicks everyone else out. Uh, there is a little bit of an insensitive line where Finn says, oh, if you wanted to Muslim pray, why didn't you just tell us? Which, what? I mean, I think Finn had good intentions there. Yeah, but like... He's, he just, he's dumb. He's a dullard. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so Carol has a bit, little bit, which is important, I think, about being like, oh, sometimes your friends help even if you don't ask for it. Yeah. Um, and then Kirk kicks them all out. Bye. Bye. So then we move to a football game. We're in the middle of a football game. They're in the huddle, yeah. uh, and Finn and Sam are talking. If you remember, Sam Evans... Uh, yes, the blonde one. The blonde with the one with the big mouth. He is the quarterback now. Yep. And he's talking about the play that Coach Beats has given them. Yep. And for some reason, Finn's like, no, we shouldn't do that play. This one certain player has been doing this one thing all night. Yeah. We should do this other play. Right. And Sam is like, I don't know. And Finn's like, listen. Listen to the guy who's won a game on this field. And it's like, okay, let's think about this for a second. So they did win that single ladies game. Right. Which was like a season ago. Yeah. At this point. And they won the game 
last week, last which week. I think must have been an away game. I thought about it because I was like, didn't they just win a game? It must have been away. It must have been an away game because because he's saying this field this specifically, field. like clumsy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very much so. Not good. Clumsy writing. Um, but Sam decides to go with it for some reason. Yeah, Sam's like, um, sure, Finn, whatever you say. Yeah. And then they do the they do the play that Finn suggests. We see a flash of Coach Coach Beast being like, that's not what I called. Yeah. And uh, Sam. Yes. Gets tackled and hurt. Yes, he gets he his shoulder gets dislocated. Because they did the wrong play. They well, did the they did Finn's play. So I mean, that's kind of what we. It's kind of, but it also is played off as like the, they're like, where did that guy come from? And then Beast is like, well, Coach Beast, sorry, is like, well, that guy's been cheating right or whatever direction all night. Yeah, like he, he came he, from nowhere. He, he shouldn't have been. There. He shouldn't have been there, but you know, he should have done the fucking play I called. <laughs> yeah, but so I mean, it seems like Finn's like call has caused this to happen, but it seems like it should. It's like a weird, random. Like it, it wasn't that. So, I mean, we're going to have to talk about basically, this because Finn thinks it's his the, fault. Basically, the point of this scene is that... Finn becomes the quarterback. Finn becomes the quarterback because it's it's seemingly Sam's fault that they did this wrong call. Right. And... Uh, Sam is hurt, so he and can't And Sam is hurt, playing. so he can't be quarterback. And uh, Coach is like, this is what you wanted, right? Yeah. And Finn's like, oh, no. Monkey's paw. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, yeah, so to kind of come off of this, we then move to the Glee Room, where Will is like, things are morose, but let's all clap for Finn. Yeah, Because he's quarterback, quarterback. again. And, and uh, do we see Rachel's face here? Like, I don't know. Puck Puck does say, it's a real shame that Sam kid have to, had to get hurt for this, but I guess <laughs> this is cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love. I really like Puck in this episode, actually. Puck is pretty good in this episode, honestly, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then um, Kurt informs everyone that his dad is still in a coma. Yep. And then he sings, I want to hold your hand. Okay, so, Sam complained a lot while we were watching the episode during this number. Justifiably. Justifiably, I, I agree. Uh, the song is very slow. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> and it's like the tempo slows down yeah, in the middle of it, it it's also. It's awful. It's so bad. Uh, we get scenes of, like, Bert playing with a young Kurt. Yes. It's just like a kid in a bow tie. Yep. Um, with the same hairstyle, so... They look exactly the same, because that's how white people are. <laughs> and um, there's, like, a tea party and, yeah. like, learning how to ride a bike. You get it. And, well, and then there's the cemetery. Yeah, when they're going to go see Kurt's mom's grave. Yeah, because Kurt did tell us. So, before saying this, he did tell us that um, there was the moment when his dad, or when his mom died. Mm-hmm. And at her funeral, when she was getting put into the ground. Yes. Because they buried her because they were not economically friendly. Or, sorry, environmentally friendly. Sure. Or economically friendly. That's yeah, fucking I mean, expensive. expensive. Um, but, uh... He he looked up at his dad at one point, and his dad didn't say anything. He just like squeezed his hand. Yeah. And so that's why he's singing this, and that's why the whole like squeezing your hand thing has been a thing this whole episode. Yeah. Poetry. Which, <laughs> you know the scenes they rhyme. Um, uh, it's um the song is listen the song is fine. Yeah. Right, like it's it's sung well. It's, yeah. But like, it's, but you cor- you kind of get the point of it about thirty about, seconds in, yeah, and, and then you're like. Fuck, this is gonna go on for another couple minutes. <laughs> like, oh damn. Yeah. Um God. I just I wish the song was better. Like it's it's so well sung. Yeah. And it's like I like the idea behind it, but it's just so slow. It's very slow. And I can't. I just can't handle it. It's very slow. I think we're supposed to feel sad? Emotion. Oh, okay. Here. It's hard to tell. <laughs> it's hard to tell. They're showing us the young Because it's not like Glee has earned no. us. 
feelings no. here, right? I mean, a little bit. I like Bert. I really I'm, like I Bert. I do like so... Bert, but he's also only been in a coma for like half an episode. That's true. That's a good point. So... I mean, yeah. I And and we can only assume, because Glee got us into this problem so fast, that they're going to get us out of this problem really by the end of the ep. Yeah. We can only ex- we can only assume that. Yeah. It's shoddy writing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so at the end of the song, I wrote that everyone is on the verge of tears, but it's actually just Kurt and Rachel. Um, yeah. Kurt is crying, but... Rachel, and Rachel is on the brink of an ugly yeah. cry. She is... It, I... I I didn't catch it the first time when we watched it together, but the second time when I watched it for notes, I was like, oh shit, like Rachel's going to die, I think. <laughs> like she, gets, she feels it. Um, yeah. Which, to be fair, fits with her attention hog status. Well, it could, it could be more of like, she's realized that she's been selfish all week. <laughs> I mean, we can only hope, but we don't get any resolution for that. Um, but yes, then we move to the hallway. Yes. Um, Mercedes is talking to Kurt. She's sad that religion has come between them. Yeah, and she's like, listen, I know you're not very spiritual or whatever, but I want you to come to church with me yeah. this week. Kurt apologizes for how he's been acting, too, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and Mercedes is like, you get to wear a fabulous hat. And Kurt says, <laughs> you have me a fabulous hat. Which is the last thing she said. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense. That's You can't really use that line. No. Being like, you have me at the last thing you just said. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> That's just you agreeing. Like, yeah, exactly. what are you saying? Yeah. So that was poorly written. Um, but so essentially we get the gist. Um, then we move to confessions, part one. Um, <laughs> because Finn is in Finn is in Emma's Finn is in Emma's office. Yes, and he has decided to to you know talk to somebody about his grilled cheese's problem. <laughs> yes. He uh he's, he's like, listen, I made this sandwich, I've been praying to it, and it's been coming true. Yeah, I think he mostly feels guilty about Sam. The other yeah, things oh, he's not sure. so upset about. Um but uh, But he he uses those uh like he's like I want a football game because I prayed to grilled Jesus. I got to touch Rachel's Rachel's booze because I prayed to grilled Jesus. And I I'm quarterback and Sam got hurt because I prayed to grilled Jesus. Yes. And Emma is like, okay, one you have a coach that is competent. Well, 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 first, one, we need to slow down. Like, we need to slow down. I get that you're praying to a sandwich. Let's go by one. Let's go one by one. Oh boy. So yeah. you won the game because your coach is competent. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you, Rachel. Um, Rachel let you touch her boobs. Like Rachel. Rachel did that. God didn't let you touch Rachel's boobs. The, the Rachel. Sa- the sandwich didn't boobs. do that. Yeah, well, and they talk about how Rachel, girls like emotional stuff. Yeah. Finn has some insensitive stuff well, about how he yawns. Well, Emma is like, so what were you doing before you touched Rachel's boobs? Yeah. <laughs> and Finn's like, well, I remember yawning. Oh, because we were talking. About that emotional <laughs> stuff. Um, but yeah, so Emma's like, girls like that. Girls so. like that. That's why she's let you do that. <laughs> and then finally. Um, um, yeah, the Sam is hurt because he got tackled by a 300-pound left tackle who's 23 and on steroids and, and is also now suspended, I guess, expelled. or expelled. Okay. Uh, and she's just like, listen, I get that you think you're, like, <laughs> genieing these things. <laughs> well, well, the best part is she's like, I, like, well, Finn is like, I'm not special. Which is- <laughs> yeah, he has, like, a, he has an existential crisis. After she, like, like lays this all out for him, he's like, you mean I'm all alone in this world and I have no control over anything? And she's just like, 
yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're big questions, and we all struggle answering them. And Finn is like, you mean that I don't get to be the center of attention this week because Kurt's dad is in the hospital? That's not what he says, and that's not what he means. He's just He just realizes that he's alone in this world yeah. and has, like, you know, some existential weight put on yeah. his shoulders very so, fast. So then he sings Losing My Religion by Arya. Yeah, it's not earned. No, it's not at all. It's... Oh, God. He's, like, singing in the hallway or whatever. There's a scene of him creeping on Kurt in the library. Yep. Um, which I said he's seemingly jealous of Kurt's prima donna, atheist, and terrible life status. You are so judgy. Like... Okay, here's the thing. Kurt's dad is in the hospital. Yes. Kurt has the right to yeah. be upset and angry and no, be absolutely. the center of attention. For sure. Whereas Finn has, Finn has none of that. And no. Finn, I, in my opinion... This episode comes off as Finn being like, oh, I want that. I want to be the center of attention. I want all the things. No. And then sure. he doesn't get, like, no. he gets the things he wants, but he doesn't get them in the way that he wants, which is that he's special and that God chose him to be quarterback. <laughs> and so he's it's like, upset about it. <laughs> to me, which is it, like, to me, it comes off as a naive boy realizing <laughs> that this, that this like, narrative that has, that has been pushed his whole life is kind of bullshit. But it hasn't been pushed his whole life. It's been pushed this week. I don't know. Like he said, he wasn't religious before he found grilled but Jesus. He, but he knows what Jesus's face looks like because he saw it in a fucking sandwich. <laughs> like, um, it's not. It's not like yeah. Christianity is is completely alien to except, him. Except he thinks that grilled Jesus works like a genie and that it grants wishes. Because he's dumb. <laughs> anyway, Kurt and Rachel are unimpressed because he starts singing. He's singing this to the to the Glee Club. He is. Um, Kurt and Rachel are very unimpressed, they're, which is great. They're just like. Hmm. And uh, Quinn responds with, wow, we don't get to sing songs about spirituality, but he gets to sing songs about losing spirituality. It's actually Tina who says that. Is it Tina? It's Tina. Oh, fuck. I thought it was Quinn. No. Quinn actually has very little lines in this episode, which I thought was weird because she's the one who's religious. Because she's the one who's who's Jesus-y. But it turns out Tina's the real Jesus-y one. Um, Tina complains about this. Mercedes agrees with her um, about the hypocrisy of them not getting to sing faith songs, but... Finn getting to sing a losing fate song. I think that's the one annoying thing about this episode is that so many characters are written out of character. Right. You know, like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, the way Will, that's how these Will characters tries, are acting. Will, Will's like, this is, guys, we all know that this week was really about Finn's faith journey. So, um, <laughs> this is fine. He brought it up and he's all, it's, it's okay for him to sing about faith. losing faith. Because, yeah, because he, it's Finn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, I feel like losing my religion is not specifically about. No, it's not. It's, it's actual so religion. Fisted. It's it's not subtle. Like Ari, like REM wasn't talking about like realizing that God doesn't exist. They were or realizing was, that God doesn't think you're special. It was kind of bigger ideas than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glee isn't very um. Nuanced? No, not this not this episode. No. Subtlety and nuance is just out the window. Yeah. So anyway, so the Speaking next... of no subtlety or nuance. <laughs> so the next scene I have titled Christ Chic because Kurt goes to church with Mercedes. He is wearing a fabulous hat. He is. Everyone is really wearing fabulous hats in this episode besides Mercedes, I think. Or in, not in this episode, in this scene. In this scene. Yeah, Mercedes doesn't wear a hat, um, but she sings with the choir. Yes. Um, yeah, she goes and sings Bridge Over Troubled Water. And it's, it's really good. It is really good. Um, yeah, and she makes a little speech about Kurt and Bert, um, about how... We want, like, asking the congregation to pray yeah, for Kurt's but dad. She also has a little thing about how, like, She's like, Kurt, I know you don't believe in God, 
but you have to believe in something. And there are things that are sacred. And I was like, poetry, ding, ding, ding. Like, there it is. Because, you know, Bert talked about how Friday nights were sacred. Yes. So, uh... so Kurt realizes that Friday nights are sacred after all. No, I think what he, what this scene is leading to is Kurt realizing that what he believes in and the, the thing that's bigger than himself is the relationship between him and his dad. And like the familial oh, yeah, there's, love that there's they a, share. There's a Emmy Bate monologue yes. that he says that specifically. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So they sing. They sing "Bridge Over Troubled Water." It's very good. Um, as we were watching, I noted the church doesn't seem to have a pulpit. At yeah, kind. It, it is kind of strange. There's just the choir, like stands. Uh, you know, like the the raised steps that the choir is on, and then Mercedes yeah. in front with a microphone, and then. I think there's an altar behind them, maybe, but, like... it's It would be pretty far fucking back there. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I I just... Maybe they moved it. Maybe it's, like, a rolling pulpit. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I I just like the idea that this church is very music-based. Yeah, I do, They just do all of their their worship by song. Um, There is a woman who helps Kurt stand up and sit next to him. Mm -hmm. And another one who, like, is behind him, he, like, turns around and she gives him, like, a nice little head nod. Yep. Well, because, like, only the choir sings, Uh which is fine. But it would have been nice if, like, the whole church thing. <laughs> anyway, um, the next the next scene is uh, more not fair stuff because it's yep. Sue and Jeannie. Yes. Uh, Sue and Jeannie are playing checkers, and they're talking about God. If you remember, Jeannie is Sue's sister. Yes. And, uh, yes, they're talking about God and um, how Sue doesn't believe in God, but yeah. Jeannie believes in God. Yes. And Jeannie's like, would you like me to pray for you, Sue? And Sue's like, yes. Yes, I would Please like do. That. Yeah. Um, and then there's a fun little note. Like, I mean, I... Do you think Leah's are in this emotional scene? Yes. Okay. I think yeah. so because yeah. we've we've seen Je- Jeannie plenty of times. Sure. Right and um. And Sue is this whole episode. Like I mean, to be fair, they only set up the idea that Sue is an atheist and doesn't believe in God this episode. But it makes sense. It does. for her character. Yeah, I think also. so too. I, I mean, I just like I like Sue, and I I think it's a fun scene. I really um, think they should have delved into this plotline more, more yeah. than what they did. Yep. And um, it is fun because at the end of this little scene, Sue is like, oh, I win. And then as it's like zooming out away and like moving on, we get a little snippet of Sue being like, oh, I cheated. I can, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I cheated. <laughs> uh, um, okay. So Jeannie and Sue, it's yeah. done. Next. So then we move to Kurt's and Bert's. Kurt and Bert. Uh, they're the in Emmy the hospital. scene. Kurt is at Bert's bedside yes. holding his hand yeah. um, because he wants to hold it. And Yes. And yeah, so he he tell he's talking to Comatose Bert about the first Friday dinner they had after his yes. mom died. And how like it was like a raw chicken. Situation. Yeah, and they laugh, but they weren't supposed to. It's very Emmy. Yeah. Baby. Like it's, well, it's the script is very much like <laughs> Chris Culper is gonna win an Emmy for this. Like, well, Okay, here's the thing. It's that it it is there is some emotional weight here. Yeah. Because Kurt and Bert like Kurt and Bert's relationship yeah, is one of the most built I know of the whole show. My 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 main issue is that they're not talking about anything that we've seen before. They're That's talking true. about They're just talking about things that That we, were introduced this episode. That were that and, did and they're talking happened. about they're talking yeah. about a dead mom, which is like so unfair. Like Maybe. not not earned emotional weight. You're talking about a dead parent. Like, yeah. if you would if you had brought this up ever before now. Well, we know that Kurt's mom is dead. I know. Well, I mean, I feel like. <laughs> how, do you, how do you answer the phone? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is her son. She's, she's dead. dead. This is her son. That's true. Um, the 
I, I feel like if we had had an, a, a storyline, you know how we had the storyline? I didn't like it very much, but where Finn was upset about how his dad was getting replaced. Yes. By, if we'd had some kind of like parallel with, with uh, Kurt thinking that like his mom was getting replaced by Carol. Yeah. I think this would have a little more emotional weight. But I think, but I mean, Kurt's more, emo- Kurt's more emotionally he's, stable. He's, yeah. yeah. He's more emotionally mature yeah. about it. That's true. I just, because, I, and he's dealt with his mother's death. In yeah. A, I guess that's in true. In a more mature way. I just feel like if, if we had had more setup for the idea that like, I mean, I I don't know. It's just it feels so easy to well, be like, but also, here's like, a dead mom. But feel al- sad. But also like, <laughs> so we know that Kurt's mom has been dead. Yes. Right. And like having your dad almost die is yeah. definitely gonna make you think about your dead mom. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> um. Yeah. But yeah. So I mean, anyway. Um. There. He tells Bert that he realizes, like you were saying, that their relationship is sacred to yes. him. Um, and he cries about how he didn't tell Bert beforehand. And like the last thing Bert ever said to him was he disappointed him. It was all set up, you know, foreshadowing or whatever. Literary devices. Anyway. Um... But the... <laughs> it's the same as what I've said, as what I said earlier, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, these are good literary devices to be used over a longer period of time. Yeah. Well, cause so here's the thing. Bert's fingers move after this. So guess what? Uh, the coma is over. Set. The, the drought co- is over. The coma is over, everyone. It's done. Um, but yeah, so Bert's fingers move. Kurt freaks out because he's excited. Um, and then it cuts to Glee singing One of Us to close out the episode. Yeah, so this is the... Joan Osborne song. Yeah, it is the it was the theme song for, for Joan, Joan of Arcadia, Arcadia which yeah. was the show that we watched together. Yes. If you don't if you don't know that show, it was on CBS in the late 2000 2010s. I think it was earlier 2000s, but anyway, yeah, like 2006, yeah. and it was about a it was about a girl who had visions of God. Yeah, she it was about a high school girl who God would visit her. Her a, name was her name was Joan. Yes, just like Joan of Arc. Yeah. and uh, I'm pretty sure the conclusion of it is that she was having like she had Lyme's disease and she was having hallucinations. Yes, yeah. which is weird because like the things. So the whole premise. This is completely so, off topic. And sometimes, and sometimes God was like a sexy teenager. Yeah, well, like God would tell her to do like weird things that didn't make sense. Or, but like, then they all made. Against, then they all made, made sense. sense. Yeah. So anyway, she had a Jewish friend. I remember that. Did she? Yeah. And God was somewhat. <laughs> it's, it was it, it was interesting because God would be a bunch of different people every episode. Yes. Like, like old people, young people, yep. white people, black people, brown people, women, men. Yeah. Punks. Because what if God jocks. was one of us? What if God was one of us? Just a stranger just, on the bus. Just a slob like one of It was literally based on that song. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's like somebody came in, like somebody came into CBS and they're like, so I'm going to have you listen to this song. That's <laughs> my pitch. Yeah. Um, but so they're all dressed in white. Yep. They look like a cult, for sure. They definitely, it's very culty. <laughs> They're also singing about God, so that does not mm-hmm. help. Um, Rachel's wearing shorts, which oh, is yeah. the first time we've seen her do that. Cute. Um, well, that's fun. Yeah, so this, there's They a- also, like, the choreography for this song is just standing and then leaning on each other. Yeah. Did you, did you see that? Like, they're all just sort of, like, hugging, like, while singing. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty typical Glee, though. Is just it? the thing. Like, that's what they do all the time. You're right. Anyway, um... There's a montage over this. Um, Finn eats the over-week-old half of the grilled cheese yeah. that has Jesus' face on it. Which he had been keeping a locker, if you remember. Well, yeah, he had it in a saran wrap 
on, mm-hmm. on a plate, but he had it in his locker at school. So it hasn't been in a fridge this whole time. Yeah, it was in a fridge for some for some of it. <laughs> and he, cut, he pulls it. it out of the fridge. But, like, he he won two football games mm-hmm. with this girl, Jesus, which means it's, it's over it's a week two, old. Yeah, it's at least two weeks old. But this is crazy. It's an old-ass sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but he eats it. And um, it must be, oh, it must be. It's probably very dry at some parts and very soggy at others. <laughs> yeah, gross. That's so gross. Um, but yeah, so he he eats it, which is gross. A um, fun conclusion to the grilled cheese plot line. Um, and then uh, Sue comes in to watch the Glee Club in the auditorium while they sing the song. She's mm-hmm. sitting behind Will, and near the end of it, Will's like, he he senses Sue's presence. The kids wanted to do this song, Sue, so I let him. Are you gonna report me? Get me fired? And then Sue's like, no. But I'm like. Okay, so this is this one time you've decided to listen to the kids and let them do a song that they wanted to do that could get you fired. Like last week was all about how he wouldn't let them do a song. It's true because he didn't want them. He didn't want them to have a bad role model. Yeah. And yet this time around, he's like, I could get fired, but I won't let them sing the song because Sue didn't want them to. Like, because well, he's a butthole. I know. I mean, that's why he ends up doing Britney. I know that's true. It's because Sue, Sue didn't, Sue want, didn't him want them to, to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so, like, Sue's like, no, because, you know, she's a decent human being. She had a lot of growth this episode. I wish they'd committed more time to it. Yeah, um, but they don't because, uh, they suck. they're, they're too busy, you yep. know, just shoving. <laughs> Jesus down our throats. Jesus down our throats. So that's the episode. And there's a man in my life. And his <laughs> name is Jesus Christ. Anyway, that is the episode. Um. It's done. Yeah, let's move to the podcast business. Podcast business. <laughs> But it's a metaphor, and metaphors are important. Both stars are a metaphor for me being a star. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so um, I'll go first this week. Go. My gold star. I'm gonna give it to Sue. If it isn't, if it isn't, if it hasn't been obvious, but I did have um, some like honorable mentions sure. for Mercedes and Puck. Cool. Because we did talk about how Puck was really great in this episode. Yep. He calls Finn on his bullshit, which is awesome. Yep. Um, he also calls Jesus his number well, one hebe, which is... He, does he call Finn on his bullshit? He's he, mostly like, huh, really sucks that Finn had, that, uh, Sam had to get hurt for you to become well, quarterback. Or, and also like, oh, you're praying. I'm praying too for Bert, you know, the one who's in a coma. <laughs> um, so it's not really calling him on his bullshit in like a, like typical, like direct sense, but in like an indirect, like shameful he's a, sense. He's used as a device to, friend, to <laughs> yes. shame Finn. Yes. Um, and then Mercedes, because I do really like... Um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the plot line that Mercedes is upset that she can't sing Faith songs. Yeah. But I feel like of all the, like, faithy people, she's the least faith, like, not yeah, least faithy, the, but the least, the least, like, didactic. pushy. She's the least yeah. She's the least pushy. And also, like, yeah, the church scene is great. The original, the first Jesus-y song is fine. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I like Mercedes. But I'm giving it to Sue, because Sue is the best. Okay. Um, so, I might give it to Puck. Because I do uh, do like a, how he's used as a device, as I said. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, he does sing the Billy Joel song. Yeah. Which is I, fun. I like He tries Billy to Joel do song. Finn, you know. Yeah. Um, now that he knows that Finn is gay for Jesus. I really liked Rachel's, like, full-on... Yentl. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yentl, like, cosplay <laughs> situation. Sure. Um, and, uh, but I'm not going to give it to Rachel. Okay. And even though that that like moment where she, the talk that she has with Finn about yeah. the, her babies being Jewish, I yes, think it's, it's, it's good, amazing. right? Like it's it is quintessential Rachel. It is, yeah. It, it to be fair, it is. It is. Uh, hmm. Hmm. I mean, Finn is in that scene is the only problem with it. 
Yeah. I feel like maybe I should give it to Kurt. Cause Chris he already Colfer, won an Emmy for yeah, it. Yeah, Chris Colfer did win the Emmy for this one. So, like, shouldn't we... I mean, but it's so... My issue is it's so heavy-handed. It it's is. It's so baity. Like, it's, it was obvious that... I feel like heavy-handed is the right word for it, for sure. Like, it's it's just kind of clumsily. <laughs> no, like, you know it would be great if we had an atheist character whose dad was in a coma? Done. <laughs> we already have a father-son couple on the show, and we have someone who would be an atheist, so ta-da! My gold star for this episode is Grilled Jesus. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give my gold star to a sandwich. You're going to give your gold star to the sandwich who helped them win a football game, let Finn touch Rachel's boobs, <laughs> and yeah. injured Sam. No, the sandwich didn't do any of that. <laughs> Sam. They also die in this episode. That's pretty dramatic. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I, can't, um, I can't give the gold star to Girl Jesus a different time because he's not going to be on the episode, the show anymore. He's yeah, dead. That's true. Um, I thought it was a really stellar performance. <laughs> For sandwich. <laughs> um, kind of, I mean, he's kind of like the monkey's paw of yeah, this exactly. episode. I like it. My my gold star is going to grilled cheeses. Okay. <laughs> the best number I picked for this episode was Bridge Over Troubled That's Water. what I was going to pick as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the, it's the choir number. It's in the church. It's it's just really good. And I mean, as, um, as non-religious white people, we do yeah. love a good black choir. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because um, that's the thing. It's an Aretha Franklin song. Yep. It's very well done. Like I said, my only issue with it... I mean, Aretha does do a version of it, but it's Simon and Garfunkel. The, I mean, the um, the the credits in, on the internet that I looked at. The, the version that, that they yeah. do is the Aretha Franklin song. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but anyway, uh, it's just, it's very good. I wish I wish the whole church had sung with them, is my only, yeah. is my only thing. Uh, you but, know, then the tempo would be fucked up. Yeah, and... that's true. But anyway, yeah. I mean, there are other good numbers this episode. It's just that... I, lo- I really like Papa Can You Hear Me, because I right. can get down with some Yentl, and yeah. um, I Want to Hold Your Hand is good. It's good, it's just so it's slow. Just, it's also painful, yeah. right? Like, it's it's painful because you realize you're supposed to feel something here, right. but you don't. don't. Yeah, maybe we're just heartless. No, I, mean, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's that Glee hasn't earned us to feel something here. I just wish that they had done it a little faster and, like less sad sacky. I mean, it's definitely one of those glee numbers where, you know, they start off the number and you're like, like, Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay, cool. And then it's like, Oh fuck. There's another four minutes. To this. That's another four minutes. Yeah. Um, Damn it. but yeah, so I mean, yeah. And like, like there were some other just fun, like one offs, but honestly, that's the best number. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. Okay. Rating. Rating. I'm, I'm going to slush you this one two out of five times. Two I, out of five. I, if, if you would ask me after our first watch, I probably would have done four out of five. <laughs> well, but after my second watch, I learned to appreciate that grilled cheese is a fun plotline. Yeah, it's comedic. And, and I really like Sue's plotline, even if I don't think that they dealt with atheism in a very fair or just... Like, I, that's the thing. They claim that this is supposed to be, like, Balanced. fair on both sides. But it's not. But it's not. It's very, very skewed towards people of faith. Yeah, and not not even that. Like they don't it's not like they champion religion specifically. It's more of like they don't really challenge it. That yeah. <laughs> like, there's there's no oper- because it's sort of well, it, cuz it's like it's kind of like glee is pretending like it's in a public school. You know like yeah. like where like we were talking about the thing where Quinn gets upset because Finn it's or not right. Kurt Kurt makes the comparison to Russell Seapot. Um but like, that's the thing is like, Glee. I think Glee assumes 
and by ugly I mean the showrunners, the shitheads, assume that, like, they're on public television, so they can't be too offensive to anyone, because if they are, then people will get upset. Well, they're on Fox. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, but that's the thing, so, like, they were like, we have to play to both sides, and we can't get anyone angry. And I'm like, no, you needed to have a real, like, if you wanted this to be a good episode. Like, you needed actually, to, like, you, you needed, needed to be be unafraid. Yeah, to actually kind of delve into this, instead of being... Oh, no, this isn't... We're not supposed to talk about this. Yes. We're not supposed to talk this way. Yeah. Anyway, what was your rating? My rating is three out of five. Okay. Slushies. Yeah. Um, and... I'm honestly glad that this one is over, because, yeah. you know, I was sort of dreading the religion episode <laughs> for a little while. Um, yeah. On our first watch, I was very upset about it. Mm-hmm. And the second watch, I was like, okay, I could see this. And I, I read some of the critical review and stuff, mm-hmm. and... People were a little more generous this episode than I was expecting them to be. I think it's because in 2010, this was, you know... Groundbreaking? <laughs> groundbreaking, to um, a certain degree. Yeah, I think also... Well, I said this during the episode, but you didn't You didn't agree. But I was like, I think this is one of the first times that like a gay person has stood and been like, hey, the church is really shitty to That's gay people. That's untrue. Like... <laughs> I mean, on, like, the public stage, on Fox? Fucking Harvey Milk existed. Like, what are you talking about? But I'm talking about, like, like for, like, the rural Ohioans <laughs> who don't know anything about California besides the fact that they have, like, some gay people live there. I, this is just, this is the plot line that every gay kid has in every TV show ever. Right. Well, now, especially. But, like, Glee was one of the first people to have, like... Like, a really big show that had gay kids in it, I think. I, well, I guess as main characters, yeah. yes. But it's, okay, here's here's one thing of bullshit, right? Is that, like, people would assume, there's, like, the initial response people have for gay people being in shows is, yeah. like, why would there be more than one? Like, it's, right. that doesn't yeah. make sense. And it's, like, um, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? It's not like Because the only thing that really, like, you know defines them as gay is that they are attracted to other gay people. Well, but. not not even that. It's more of, like, like as a queer person, it's not like I talk to straight people. Like, why right. would I want to? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that's... And I think um, the issue is... So we started watching the next episode, and we stopped because we didn't have time, but also because it's garbage, and I'm not excited <laughs> about it. Um, it's called duets. Like, we'll, 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 we'll... What even... What even is it? What... Kurt thinks that Sam is gay. Oh yeah, and tries to hit on. Oh him. man, total garbo. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't actually. He doesn't actually. I know, but uh, still, like, it's just. I mean, here's the thing. Like, we're gonna have to talk about it next week, and I'm not excited about it. But like, it's gonna be garbage. Like, it's gonna be. It's hot not. Trash. It's not actually that bad. Um, because no, there's a number <laughs> with Finn and Rachel that is actually amazing. <laughs> Okay. Where they, they're trying to throw the duet competition. Right. So yeah. they do a purposefully bad and offensive number. Like they're they do a number where that's actually really good together and then they're like, wait, no, we have to throw this competition. We have to do something bad. And yeah. then one of them is like, not just bad, offensive. <laughs> I'm excited that and Okay. Then no. the then the number yeah. they end up doing there's costumes. It's Yeah. Well so it's good. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. We're We'll get to that next week. Um, but anyway, it's just, yeah, I think I just rewatching this episode. Yeah. I, it reminded me of why I like discussions of religion. Yeah. And why this isn't a good one. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Like, I love talking about religion. 
But this was not a good example of that. Yeah, because it's... it's, Well, everyone is a stereotype. Everyone's a stereotype, and everyone, like, has the views that you'd expect them to have, except for Tina, obviously. And, um... (laughs) Tina's way more religious than we expected. Um... And, uh... I don't know. It's just... It's also so base level. Yeah. To, exactly. To a certain yeah. extent that it's just like, what's the point of this? Yeah, because the only time they even get close to actually... Because that's the thing. Will Will's idea for this week is they're going to sing songs about spirituality. To what end? Who knows? Yeah. Will definitely doesn't. Because Finn brings it up before even the right. bunch before, shit happens. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but, like, so the only time we actually get anything close to, like, a discussion of religion is when Kurt talked about Russ's teapot. teapot. Yeah. And then Quinn shuts it down because she doesn't feel comfortable about it. And that's, but that is when Brittany is like, God's a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just, yeah. And then, you know, it's just all heavy handed. It's just, it's poorly done. It's stumbled yeah. through. It's clumsy. And it's, it lacks so much subtlety that it's like, what's the point? And it's also like, so glee in that it, yeah, it shoves this, like, intense plotline about a dad who might die over the course of 45 minutes. Right. And it's like, did we need it to be that short? No. No. Well, they didn't want to do religion for too many episodes. They didn't have to. They? You know? <laughs> like, they could have done religion this episode and had Bert wake up the next one. Yeah. Like, yeah. when they're talking about, I don't know, fucking... How Sam decided to join the club. Anyway, um, yeah, we've Ugh. been, I feel like we've just been BSing for like 10 minutes because this episode isn't as long as our normal ones. Whatever. It's because, it's because we're, we're here to keep ourselves in check. Yeah. But let's end it. Yeah, uh, let's do it. It's um, done. So yeah, so you can find us on Patreon. We, yes. We recently launched that. Um, if you want to get extra bonus content and stuff. Um, Which it's our like extra long episodes are... Episode well, for the first, uh, yeah. the first one of season two was two hours long. A, a chill two hours, <laughs> and um, Sam cut out a lot of that. Yes, probably for the for the betterment of the episode. But if you want to hear all the rest of it, you can go to Patreon, and I think if you just give us yeah. like it's a dollar, a do- like a dollar a month, you can hear those extra long episodes if you yeah. really want to, and you can also see our notes. Yeah, well, notes is at five dollars. Notes I think. is at five. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so so there's different levels. You can check it out. We named them after the characters of Glee. It's, it's fun. fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, and um, if you have anything else, uh, you can find us on Twitter at yeah. SNM Hate Glee. Tweet at us. We uh, we love to hear feedback. Maybe you actually found this episode to be thought provoking and and enlightening. Yeah, if and you did like. Sure. I mean, let we, us know. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, you can also find us on Facebook if you go to uh, facebook.com slash Glee or just search for Sam and Maggie Hate Glee. Um, you can also email us snmhakely at gmail.com. Yeah, and that's the that's the whole bit. I think that's everything. Yeah. Um, like I said, next week we're going to come back with duets. Yep. And um, let's see, this episode is the first one of 2018. So happy 2018, everybody. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's make it a chill one. Yeah, let's let's move into this year with positive hearts and full hearts, full, clear eyes, full hearts, clear eyes, and we cannot lose. Yes, y'all. Um, um, if if only we were doing a Friday Night Lights podcast, <laughs> could we use that all the time? <laughs> I mean, they played football in this episode. Just because they played football doesn't mean it's Friday Night Lights. It's essentially Friday Night Lights. No, Friday Night Lights actually makes you feel things. <laughs> Glee <laughs> just makes you angry. I like how we talk about like four other television shows during this. <laughs> 
We talked about Joan of Arcadia, but that, I think that was worthwhile. Yeah, we also talked about Arrested Development, which was not worthwhile. No. Okay, <laughs> that's it. We're done. Bye. Well, well, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie, and we hate Glee. From the top. Ha <laughs> ha